Welcome back. It's GoodLifeBabe.com. Jeff and Joel's Tales from New Orleans. You got that going for me? Look, y'all. It's GoodLifeBabe.com. Jeff and Joel's Tales from New Orleans. It's episode infinity. Wow. Finality. <laughs> wow. It never ends and it ends. That's funny. What's up, y'all? Uh, Jeff DeVille Memorial episode, final shows of the podcast. We've got some very special guests here um, who uh, performed last night at the Tipitina's. Uh, it's a good life, DeVille. Rock and roll tribute at Tipitina's. Um, it was a celebration of uh, Jeff's life. Um, and we've got Paul Grass calling in, so I'm just going to answer this. Yeah. This is like unprint. You should take his just, call. I'm going to take his call. Put that shit on speaker. Calls. They're yeah. calling us. That's hey, Paul. Different. Paul, you hey, here? Joel. Hey, buddy. I hear, I hear you. Yeah, you're you, perfect timing. We, we literally just got through the intro. So, folks, uh, this is Paul Grass on the phone. Uh, Paul Grass had the uh, gigantic, enormous brass balls to pick up uh, Jeff DeVille's Flying V last night. And play with it. Give with, it some uh, action. Give it some action right. as it deserves. And yes. hey, Paul, you're on the phone. We have here live in the studio. We got Randy Perez, your boy. What's we got happening? Mac McCann. Hey, hey. We where got, you at, Paulie? We got we got, uh, we got Rob Cambry. Yeah, bro. You heard? <laughs> I hear him. I hear him. Right. <laughs> so, Paul, man, uh, dude, we got you on the phone. So, <clears throat> let's start with you. Last night okay. was pretty special, man. I mean, you guys. You Absolutely. Get, yeah, tell me about it. Yeah, it was. It was very special. And, you know, the, the energy was uh, was super amped up. Everyone was excited about the whole thing. And, uh, man, every act just delivered. Like, I, I mean, it was, I was just floored with everybody that played last night. And everyone that showed up, too, was just, I mean, it was, it was a, what a collection of people to see in one place, you know, and, and under the roof of Tibetina's, you know, which of all places, you know, it, yeah, you couldn't, couldn't beat it, really, you know, for a tribute show. That was tops. <laughs> That's what uh, Perez, Perez was saying this earlier today. It was like, why don't we do this more often? Like, friends that have known each other for 20 years getting together. I'm going to put together the Paul Grass yeah. tribute concert, like, for next year, <laughs> so he can be there for it, also, is right. the goal. That's awesome. Exactly. I second that. Yeah, yeah. Let's be proactive I want to make about... a giant thing of Paul Grass's head and put it in front of the Professor Longhair, <laughs> but in the same style. That's what I want to right. see. How fitting. Yeah. Just temporary. No disrespect to... Uh, to the great professor. Paul, how was it uh, playing uh, Jeff's Flying V, man? Well, you know, we, it was up there and Tracy said, you know, tune it up and tell everybody who plays guitar or who doesn't play guitar if they want to pick it up and play it to play it. So, I, you know, I, I tried to make that announcement as much as I could. There's a lot going on. But uh, obviously no one did pick it up. And then right before we went on, Tracy was like, play the V. <laughs> like, nice, <okay>. <laughs> I will play the V, Tracy. And to tell you the truth, it's the first time I ever played that guitar, and, and uh, I, I was a little shocked that it was so light. And uh, But once I turned the thing on, it was like a beast just roared out of that little, that, that, well, that little amp, that big amp over at the tip. And it was, it was uh, I had to turn it all the way down as far as I could 
That's a monster. <laughs> so he never let you touch it previously? See, that's how guys are about their guitars, man. Even dude. in the same band, you're like, no, dude, you're not Jeff touching. was the guitarist, guitarist <laughs> of all guitarists, man. <laughs> but that's true. I think I've, I only, in Rough 7, I only let Scully play one of my Telecasters as a backup, but the main guitar I played, no. No, I never let him touch nah, it. Uh-uh, no. Nah. It's a weird proprietary thing. I, I really enjoyed the body language, Paul. Like, because uh, Jeff's body language with the flying V, you would have thought it was heavy. You know what I mean? Right, right. Like he had his legs spread wide, and he was just, you know, he was crushing it. He was owning, and you kind of had this hunched over, like different, like posture or whatever that was so sweet and like almost like sincere or something. Caressing it. Yeah, yeah, like you were petting it like a cat or whatever. (laughs) It was just really so sweet. It was just so opposite of like, whereas like Deville was handling like a a bull, like by the horns, right. Jackhammer, steam shovel, <laughs> that, you know. Yeah. Any of those metaphors work. It's a blunt tool for <laughs> serious work. That's right. And, and and Paul was just caressing it. And Tracy said to me earlier tonight, like, it wasn't an egg yolk show until you started playing that because it was the sound of that guitar. Yeah. You know, that made it sound yeah. like egg yolk jubilee. You need to be a little grind in there, too. Right yeah. 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 yeah, man. Yeah. For sure. And how fitting was it to have Paul play that thing, man? Fucking right. Mm-hmm. Of all the people that deserve to play that instrument, Paul Grass, man, you're like top number one completely. <laughs> I, I never, I, yeah, I, mean, I, I never asked Jeff if I could play it. I'm sure he would have let me play it. <laughs> sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 He's play his V. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 well, that was beautiful, man. And uh, look, you guys had Quintron on stage with you. Rob Cameron came up and, and joined the band. And uh, Tony came up and, yeah. and handled some lyrics. It's pretty amazing. I felt like, hey, this this band is awesome. <laughs> the, the, yeah. the full orchestral yes. version, yeah, of, of a, well, the well, orchestral no, no, and cabaret. Yeah, but because with Tony Green, you not only get like he's an amazing singer, but also just like his projection performer. as a performer is really incredible. So it's like, uh, yeah, I think it just uh, you, you you might have a new uh, expanded version of the band on your hands there, Mister Grass. <laughs> We're all for it, man. Yeah. Trying to get Tony Green in the band, me and Jeff. Yeah. Were, you know, because Jeff lived next door to Tony, uh, you know, back in the 90s on Cleveland and everything. We've been on Tony forever and, you know, we loved his band and everything. And it's like, and we, we had the opportunity to possibly get him in the band. It just never took, you know, because I, I, I don't know for what reason. But it's like we're just too comfortable with the way we are, I guess, you know, and, um, and and but last and, and also with Quintron also we we, we would talk talk about getting together and playing with him all, all, a lot also and you know with Jeff and it, you know it, it never happened with Jeff but it happened as tribute <laughs> but yeah. um, you know we always let Tony when we, whenever he could you know and and I, I, I think that we would we would have to, to revisit some of this in the future you know yeah don't let it be yeah. just a one-time no, thing. No. Yeah, yeah, for now, sure. Now, Tony Green did play with us at Jazz Fest this year with Jeff. He did a time yeah. is on my side. Totally that was right. yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. He would, yeah, he, he's, been, he's been joining us for special occasions, like French Quarter Fest and stuff, you know. Yeah. We bring him on because he's, he's, a, he's a powerhouse, man. That guy, you know, he's, he's just... 
he, he brings he brings the energy you know that you need to have there i mean you, you know i mean a joke is a, it's a fun band but sometimes we we're not that all exciting to watch you know? <laughs> well <laughs> don't dramatic. sell yourself short there sir but yeah tony tony's got the height He's got the height. The height helps. Well, you know, Galactic has that same kind of issue, right? They always bring in the height person. You got, over yeah, the years. yeah, yeah. You, know, you got your Theral, you got whomever. But boy, they also they really had they had Tony's vocals dialed in so well in the house last night, and uh, Riper mixing the sound. Man, I I just really thought it was it was incredible to really get to hear the full dimension of the lows of his voice because the other times when I would see him would usually be this is the old days of the Warehouse Cafe. Not the most pristine sonic environment, let's say. <laughs> That's where I'd see Frank Spencer Quartet the most. And uh, this, I, re- I really felt like I really got to hear him sing and really got to hear the, the, the full power and depth, especially of the low end of his voice. It was so dynamic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was working at low end big time for sure. Oh, it was yeah. great. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, he's got a great range, you know. I mean, it's you know, it's just you know, he, 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 knows, his, he, knows, his, he knows his limits and everything. He used the, the full potential, you know. And, uh, yeah, yeah. I had I had several I mean, people like email me and text me today, Paul. That like, um, this is the best show they've seen in a long, long time. That I mean that that particular mashup wow. with you guys and Quintron, you know, unsolicited people were just like, holy wow. shit. And Mac, I gotta say, man, you fucking crushed it. Dude. Everyone was talking about Mac and Man today. <laughs> That's amazing. Woo-hoo. You know, it just comes from the heart, man. We did it for our brother. Uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, you're right. We do uh we do a song called Chupahabra and that's the intro to our you know, our band. So Jeff would always be like, Ladies and gentlemen, we are the Egg of Jubilee Music Band. To my left we got Randy Perez on the sound. To my right we got Joel playing the thing. And uh last night I got to do that. And that was amazing. Uh, the intro was, guy. Yeah. It was uh yeah. it was an honor, it was an incredible experience. Um the biggest thing for me last night was when we played Freaks. Um that was one of the most emotional moments in my life playing music professionally and because it was just so raw so jeff so full of emotion that like i was crying on stage man trying to get through that tune and we felt that monday at practice you know we 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 were like at the end of playing that tune we were like why the hell did we not record that what the hell's Uh, going on and then we were just like nope that's just for us man that that that's just for us sometimes yeah that's just exactly exactly and just um, for for, for each other it was just to be able to have that moment that last night on that stage with all the history and be able to have that freaks was just icing on the cake. And then we did demons and then it got all weird. <laughs> demons was amazing. No, yeah. So, That's so, where it's supposed to be. <laughs> yep. so, so I have a question. So we, we've been talking about, uh, this, uh, next a yoke Jubilee record. The last one that was recorded with Jeff. Can you you guys talk about it a little bit? Because we talked about that it's getting pressed up, but yeah. we don't know anything about it. Well, Paul? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's pretty much done. Uh, I mean, I think if there's anything to, to do else, that maybe some tweaking in the mix, but that's up to Hogan. You know, Hogan's always tweaking, as, you know, perfectionists do. And... Uh, and it, it, I'm pretty sure he's, he's pretty happy with where it's at right now, and I'm 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 I'm, I'm loving it. And it's it's just uh, it's quite a collection of tunes, and um and and I think there's actually some hits on there. I, nice. I, I'll, I'll go right. as far as saying. You uh, Paul, wow. Paul, you guys like uh, premiered world yeah. premiered like three different tunes in the last 48 hours on OZ. That's true. 
You did one. Yeah, did. Mac did. did one. Yeah. yeah. And they, yeah. You're, you're I two. played two. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I did yeah. three. <laughs> I did uh, Arbez, spa- uh, Sex Robot, and Asymmetrical Booty. Right. Yeah, you did Asymmetrical. Yeah, I, I got, I got, um, um, uh, yeah. Uh, I can't remember what, uh, I'm and the, the album's called uh, Defining Gravity, right? <laughs> right, I think it's uh, to be determined whether or not. So, the so no, because that's the title. One of the things Jeff used to always talk about, he was proud of the fact that he would write, like the idea was like, we need to make songs that are sexual, but it's about food. Because chicks okay. dig, right. chicks dig sexy songs about food. Well, dude, that's Do we a, have any tunes yeah. on there that's oh sexy God. food Absolutely, tunes? we got like, sex robots. He, he was writing songs the way that you would approach a Tinder profile, yeah. <laughs> like for yourself. Dude, he did uh, a sex robot. The two things to confuse the senses and the responses. Oh, I see. I see where this is going. Yeah. But the song, what you're talking about, though, there is a song on that album where it's called Sex Robot, and it's all about the sex robot malfunctioning and turning him into a meat pie to serve to all his enemies. Wow. A a cautionary tale. Sex robots are coming for you with tasty meat pies. posters can, of recent a, days and yeah, many yeah, great murals can, yeah two in a row uh, i guess he's doing jazz fest two in a row man and uh he's gonna do egg yolk two in a row also so uh, he's yeah he did fried super, didn't he super hot <laughs> yeah, he did fried yeah so yeah we're looking forward to getting this thing out and it, it, it would be super sweet to have it on on vinyl and that's, that's well, especially you know, especially if you're using a Scott painting, you 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 want the larger cover. I think if you're having Scott do the painting for it, then the 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 presentation of of a vinyl LP is uh, required yeah, so right. that people can get the full yeah. details. You know, yeah, don't man. you think? And I just I love this album because it, it to me, you know, before I was in the band, I was a fan of the band, and for me, this is like the most quintessential Egg Yolk Jubilee album that we they have ever done. It covers the entire spectrum of everything that they do. They still got like boobs. It's like a you know, <laughs> still like a pop brass song. They've not black out. draws. You know, they've not yeah. left their roots. It's great. It's like roots the whole the album. Body. You got a song right. about us laughing about saying zebra bra backwards. You got <laughs> Boleto writing a song about an asymmetrical booty and wearing your black underwear and boobs. You know, ooh in the middle. Yeah, that's right. And then just writing yeah. about you know a sex robot. So like, what's more egg yolk than that? You know. And I think it's it's to me, I believe it's like the heaviest album that they've ever done. Like mm. it's real, real dank, as it were. You know, <laughs> but still retaining the, 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 the album is defining gravity. So heavy, it's bending space and time. Okay, yeah, yeah. I dig it. I dig it. Yeah, I sign off on that. So. Yeah, one of my favorite tracks on it is uh, one written by Paul. Actually, "Away We Go," 
And that one is just fantastic, man. And it goes, it, it starts right after Arbez. Like, Arbez and Go are basically, like, one of whole. And it just, like, completely merges in and is amazing. It's it, some of the heaviest shit I've ever heard a New Orleans band ever play that's not, like, Crowbar. Actually, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It connects with Paul Grass's theory about a sousaphone-shaped universe. I think yes. Is what, that's what it oh seems. Oh my god! Like to wait, me. what? Yeah, you have a you have a theory about a sousaphone shaped universe, Paul. I, I assume he does. I'm so, just I'm just basing well, this on his film work and, this, and, this, and his yeah. life. This this uh, this segue is a little bit. Uh, at some point soon, we'll be able to announce that we're going to have a, a screenings of of Jeff Deville's films that he was involved in. Paul Grass was. Um, he was a contributor oh, with Carl yeah. Grass. Oh yeah. We're gonna talk about that, Randy. Yeah, we're going to talk yeah. about it very soon. But we're going to we're going to get it together. It's going to be uh, it's going to be great. But it, uh, if you haven't, I, mean, I know we talk about Jeff's music, but Jeff's films are amazing. And the guys that he uh, worked with, Paul Grass and Corey Fortune and me, and that, there's several people. But really amazing things. And, and yeah, the the. Uh, Heavy, what was it? Uh, heavy, heavy Brass. Heavy That's, Brass is one of my favorite short films. Yeah, when ever that made. when that aired in the film festival, that was I think around the first time that I met uh, Paul and Jeff and Dave Lindbergh and a lot of these folks. That's that's sort of my beginnings and my yeah, connections to the, to this Rummel Rummel crew. Yeah. Yeah, 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 quite a while. But but I remember seeing that film. I might have known you a little bit before and been there because I knew it was your film. But I, I was uh, of course instantly recognized a kindred spirit and a, a wonderfully demented mind yes <laughs> yeah i mean me, you, me rob you and me I don't, I don't even remember how we actually i don't remember the actual first together. meeting yeah like, it was probably like, through rebecca okay mm-hmm. yeah i mean it's like we just it, is, it just happened organically we just right. kind of like became like this friendship thing going on and mm-hmm. I, it's like that's why i like you know when ago started it's like all right i got Eric and Mike gonna come over and, and jam. But I gotta call Cambry, and I, don't, I, mean, I can't even remember where you know how how our friendship started to I, where I was like, yeah. I call Cambry. I'm not exactly sure how that <laughs> happened either. And like, yeah, and AP was involved in that early phase of it as well. And I remember we were just like we're driving out to the, and, and I'm like, wait, we're we're going out to this to this banquet hall in in Metairie? Is this is this where the <laughs> this is the practice space? And you know, I walked in, and of course, it looks like you know it's it's this sort of a Lawrence Welk stage type presentation and everything, <laughs> with with the bar there and everything. I was like, oh, this is great. So we're this is where we're going to get together every week. Okay, yeah, <laughs> kind of amazing. Open bar, don't forget. Right, yeah, the open beer tab, which I I love how uh, Michael Welch put his article. He said that is a feature at a practice space that would have destroyed a lesser band within the first year. <laughs> So, uh, but oh, somehow that's the, that's the, the legendary the Miller Light keg. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of astonishing. It really is. Yes, dude, that keg tap was so gross. Oh my god! Every practice before I got my beer, I would take like a napkin and just like clean it, and like the grossest fucking gunk would just come out. And I'm like, all right, well, I never, my beer is I adequately seasoned. It. That's probably why I have such a strong immune system. That's now. Exactly right. Yeah. COVID nineteen ain't gonna touch me, man. <laughs> no, ain't no beer tastes like the one you got I drink from that out of place, nasty man. draft taps, and I lick, right. lick poles. And I think we have a new egg yolk jubilee song lyric going here, Joel. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, this is <laughs> you could use that. Feel free to use that. <laughs> Consider it stolen. That's right. Shared. 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 Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Paul Grass, man, uh, dude. Thank you so much for taking the time to uh, phone in. 
We have no, we we used no, to have a segment on this podcast that uh, Jeff and I used to fight about. We didn't fight, but we had a disagreement. disagreement. Yeah. I was like, "We call you." He was like, "But you should tell people you're calling them in advance." I'm like, "No, it's better if we just surprise them, <laughs> and they're just on air." Right? You want the spontaneity? Yeah. yeah and yeah. sometimes it worked out brilliantly. Yeah. But sometimes we get like voicemail. <laughs> yeah, that's good though. <laughs> and Jeff's like, "See, dude, you see what you're doing with your shit? Yeah. Why don't you just text him first? You know?" But in I, this case, Paul, you called us, so thank you for calling in, bro. Not 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 this one, but maybe maybe something else. But I appreciate that, Paul. Thank you, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that means a lot. But you know, like if you've listened to him, you know that Jeff was the uh, you know eighty percent radio, radio voice. Not only the radio voice, but the no, en- the intellect. Right I what I love about Jeff is he you would have flavor flavor. He appreciated he appreciated my uh, uh, stupidity. You know, oh. like. <laughs> Something like wow. that. Wow, yes. that's wow. a great I'll, I'll take that as a yeah, I'll take yeah. that as a compliment. I guess. <laughs> Multiple yeah. sclerosis, dude. It was, a, it was a great chemistry for sure. Yeah, it was Absolutely. fun. You, you won't be able to find that again. That I that's that, true. But, uh, that is true. But you you are you're a good storyteller, also, Joel, and you and you and you, and you pull up, you pull weird things out of people. So <laughs> that's important. I as do. An interviewer. Yeah, yeah. You grab the ass, you pull it right out. That's <laughs> right. Whatever it is. Heard that. Well, Paul, man, uh, God damn it! Great show last night, man. I'm so glad you bravo, picked up. I'm, I'm so I'm so glad that Tracy made you pick up the Flying V because it was a very special moment. Me too. Yeah. 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 When I saw that he had the guitar, yeah. I went up and kissed it when he had it, and I was like, "Dude, this is nice." <laughs> and 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 Paul, man, just between me, you know, like. Me, you, and Me, these you guys, and everybody and the else. audience, <laughs> and the many listeners. Um, you were there for Jeff, like during these last ten months, twelve months, or whatever. And uh, you know, that's <clears throat> I've become. <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> I've become very good friends with a lot of Jeff's friends that were from yeah, yeah. different parts of his yeah. life. Right. And uh, right. I, dude, I, I I love you, bro. And. Uh, and I, it sucks that we had to go through this together, um, but you know what, man? Yeah. I mean, there were a, a lot of great moments along the way, you know. Absolutely, Joel. <laughs> and uh, dude, I, 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 you know, and I'll tell you I, I, how much I appreciate you and, and Draper, and of course Tracy, and, and you know, just, just, I mean, y'all are there more than than I, than, and I could have been there, and Burley and Suzanne, and all y'all, just so much in Lindbergh. So for, for yeah, it was it was it was a village. Man. It was a hell of a team, but that's a, yeah. but you know that's kind of how your crew of friends always rolled from the moment that I met you guys, Paul. That that I none of that is a surprise to me at all. Because I kind of feel like when I met y'all, I, I, I knew you the, the closest, but I felt like I kind of uh, took on the whole family at once, as it were. You know, I kind of got to know you and Burley, but it's like. 
with you and Burley. It was a package deal with Scott Keating and Lindbergh and, and, and several other folks. It was definitely something where it was a, it was a pack in, in the best sense of the word. So, yeah, yeah. and y'all proved yeah. it in this situation very much. So I, I, you really have my admiration for that. Your whole group. Yeah, it yeah. is. No, it really yeah. is because I yeah. mean, especially when they you are, get into twenty are, and thirty they, years they with people, totally it's uh, it it's, yeah. it runs very deep and, and it's a special thing. You know yeah. how it is. You get the, you get the same thing going on, Rob. Ooh, lordy, yeah. Thirty yeah. plus years with a bunch of them, man. It's kind of an amazing thing, and it's a uh, that long without any breaks in the chain. It's not. It's not as if we had right, periods exactly. where we weren't in touch and got reacquainted. It's it's it was. It's been continual. And uh, that's a that's yeah. a very special thing. So yeah, I, I value it even more as I get older, as I think all of us do. Absolutely. Yep. I think what you were and talking I, about at the box. And now, and we, now we have a whole new uh, 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 part of uh, another tribe to continue with. The, I mean, it was, but like like what Joel was saying, everybody that that, that came together with with Griper and and, and Wheeler and, yeah. and Jeremy and. Uh, I can't remember all the names yeah. right now, but there's a ton of these amazing people who came together for the, the, this whole ordeal, and, and we feel like we, uh, you know, we're, we're all bonded and connected and everything, and um, and I, I, you know, and, and, and uh, I'm a better person to know for all these people, and, 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 and just, just, you know, I can only thank Jeff Duville for that, so, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Well said, man. Right on. Look, Paul, I think we're going to let you go now, man. And um, thanks for calling in, buddy. And uh, we'll see you soon, all right? Yep, I will see you soon. Absolutely. <laughs> Love you, Paulie. Oh, yeah, Wednesday at the uh, Spotlight New Orleans, hey, you're playing uh, uh, tribute to Jeff and Michael Joseph, too. We're going to do. Mm. We're Looking gonna, right. Uh, mm. We're going to discuss things with John Calhoun about Jeff and, and Michael Joseph. And, uh, That's and this Wednesday? That's a showbiz pro. He saved the Wednesday plug for the end. Right after the really <laughs> emotional stuff, exactly. he got the plug in, man. Yeah, God right. damn. You're you're entertainment ninja, Paul Grass. It's at Istanbul? That was brilliant. Oh, but, but, Rob, you're playing tomorrow night, right? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Heck, I didn't even see. I didn't even think bar. of getting mine at in. Circle see, bar. that's how good he is. Yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, Malavitas is at Circle Bar. Uh, Malavitas is Talk. playing after Happy Talk Band, so double bill with uh, yep, Luke Allen and Happy yeah. Talk Band. Yes, so that's a good show. Yeah, good show. Well, okay. we're sh we're sharing a drummer yeah, these days show. again. Yeah. Like it was, uh, Mike Antropont used to be the drummer in both bands, and since he's moved, Jeff Massey is now the drummer in mm -hmm. both bands. So we have a very symbiotic relationship <laughs> with Happy Talk Band, and so we're gonna we're gonna work Jeff over really good Saturday night. Uh, Jeff Massey, that is. So uh, yeah, and that's at the Circle Bar. <laughs> But I'm glad to know about the spotlight show too. That was that was a brilliant timing. How you right. get that in there? <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure when this thing's dropping, but if it's dropping before Wednesday, then you know, let everybody know. Huh? That's right. We're gonna drop it on Thursday. No, I'm kidding. What you're gonna drop it tomorrow? <laughs> so we're, we're good. Okay. All Beautiful. right, Paul Grass, man. Uh, God dang it, you you were the hardest working man in uh, Jeff Deville business this last week between rehearsals and radio plugs and. Everything you did, and I just got to say thank you, man. I, I appreciate everything it you was, did this last it's week. It's been a sweet blessing.
pleasure. I could promise you that. And I thank you, Joel, man. You know, and everybody, Tracy and Draper and man, you know, Chris Lane and yeah, who am I forgetting? You know, I'm always gonna forget somebody. All the people, but, man. It was it was a great show. It was, yeah. always, it was a great fucking show. It was so yeah. much fun. We need to see it again, dude. That whole thing with Quinn. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty special. Yeah, thank you, Randy Perez. Yeah, oh, no problem. Videotaping that in Lewis. And, <laughs> yeah. And, 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 yeah. And Todd and getting all that shit together. Y'all, y'all. That was great. I mean, yeah. that's, that's going to be a good thing to look at. Yeah, you're right. All right, Paul Grass. We'll have you back. Right. You know, we'll, uh, if there's another podcast and another name with Perez or me or whatever, uh, we'll have you back on uh, when you guys do the film screening. Yeah, we'll yeah. definitely. We'll, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll, yeah. It's going to be. It, talk about that brand. Yeah, and it's going to be uh it's we're, we're just not going to run a bunch of films. We're going to get uh deep into talking about uh Jeff's collaborations. Like I think yeah. that would be proper. Like cuz I think a lot of people talk about the music and people know about the music, but a lot of right. people don't know the filmmakers like, you know. Exactly. The, but the filmmakers know Jeff. That's yeah. the thing. Well, just some yeah, some people do. Yeah. yeah. But but yeah, it's yeah. but specifically like what Paul is an amazing filmmaker and 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 their collaborations. Paul, have you ever made a film without Jeff? Uh, no. Th- that's, no. That's um, wow. Like, yeah. One little thing I did on my own, I shot on myself, but I, I felt terrible about it. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it's like you were cheating. <laughs> on him. Yeah. But I think I think I think uh yeah. We, we started off together on on on, on sixteen millimeter, and we, first day we shot Mound Man. Mound Man. He, uh, he came to me after we finished the day of shooting with me and Glenn Barbaro, and he came over and he said, uh, bruh, uh, I've been looking at the uh, light meter, it's been on nighttime setting the entire time, so we're going to have to, like, shoot the whole thing. The entire day. <laughs> Whoops. Like, oh. Fine. Fine, Jeff. We'll just shoot it again. <laughs> sure, that's <laughs> plausible. Like, uh, we yeah. came out there the next day and we did it again. Wow. We, we, we killed it. Nice. <laughs> And Mound Men will be seen at the screening. Better. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So, but everybody's got to see it, see oh, the yeah. films. Yeah. All right, Paul Grass, man. Again, thanks for calling right. in. Thanks, we'll, we'll see you soon, my man. All right. All right. Take All right. care. I'll see you later. Soon. Good right. night. Love All you, right. Paul. Bye, Love you, buddy. Bye. Love y'all. Later. <clears throat> so Rob came. Yes, sir. Yes, <laughs> sir. Let me segue out of it. Sure. Um, dude. In the days right after, look, we've talked about in the earlier the show we did before this, like um, we were joking, like there's no memorial fatigue, but there was a lot of remembrances, sure. dedications, yeah. memorials, and they're going to keep going because um, Jeff was just that kind of dude. He yeah. just touched so many people. And Mac sitting over here, the trombonist for uh, yeah. Young, I heard you on the radio the other day. Thank you. And uh, it was awesome. And you were talking about and I remember this because Jeff told me about you. Huh. You know, he because Jeff told me about everything, but like, he's like, yeah, there's this young cat. I like this young cat. It's yeah. Mac. He's like bringing all this energy into the band. Wow. Right, you know. Right. And then you said on the radio, it was like, yeah, he was my ride to rehearsal. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I could just imagine the kind of shit he was laying on you. Oh, dude, it was so much. Like to and fro. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, and, it was so much. And, and and he he fucking loved you. Yeah. And I think he felt like uh, I don't, I, he, Jeff was never a guy that's like I'm. You know, a mentor to this protege. Right, he wasn't right. that type of dude, but that's kind of like yeah. How I mean, I take it. I, I take it like that, that. You know, all you those know. guys are my mentors, really. You know, yeah. Uh, just being under the learning tree of Egg Yolk has been an amazing education and experience. I've become a better man, a better musician, 
a better boyfriend, a better human being because I've had the luxury of being able to play with those guys all the time. But Jeff, to me, was such an inspiration because, to me, I felt like Jeff writes horn parts better than most horn players, man. Yeah. And just because he was so analytical analytical and smart, and he would just lay out these fucking horn parts. The horn parts, parts are my favorite part of that. Incredible, incredible mm-hmm. tunes. And it was so nice, like in, like I said, with the car rides and stuff, it was, whether or not we're talking about TV, sports, music, you know, the best parts were after really good rehearsals, just like talking and talking and talking. And then like with Jeff, he like the, the thing about it is that like Jeff was always kind of like the adult in the room, you know, like for crew de vue, he was the one that like made sure we all got paid. We all got all the stuff and stuff. And, you know, I've learned how to become better at doing that kind of shit, too, because of what I've learned from Jeff. And yeah. uh not only that, but like in terms of like engaging audiences and just being like a mic man, that kind of thing. And it was such a huge honor to do the Troop of Habra part. Like his part at his tribute was a really heavy thing for me emotionally, you know. Yeah. And uh, it was amazing. It's been a, it's been a, it's been an amazing experience getting to have Jeff in my life. And yeah, I'm much better off for it. Well, I know he was. Uh, I know this sounds condescending, but he was proud of you for sure. I I appreciate that. I was actually re-listening to the podcast that we did during the Egg Yo Jubilee's 20th anniversary, and I was talking, 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 and he goes. Hey man, you know no one ever attacked it like you did, and thank you for that. Yeah, and I I hadn't heard his voice in a long time, and I just like went to listen back to it, and it like made me cry when I heard that because I yeah. was like, he did give it, he did you know like he's not like you said he's not always the one that's like uh you know he's not as expressive about emotions. He's, he's not on the nose. Yeah, but like, but his actions to have that like volumes. you know seal of approval, and then like, yeah. especially what you just said, man. I'm like oh, I'm kind yeah, of at a loss yeah. for well, words could, right now because like cause holy you could shit, see that there was, it was invigorating to the band at a time when it really needed needed it. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the infusion that you yeah. brought was Big he time. was yeah, you know yeah. he was like I'm more excited about they the band found than me at the right time. Like I needed yeah. them just as much as they needed me, man. I was in a dark place in life before they gave me that call. I didn't know where I was headed. I was kind of rudderless. I was just working at the restaurant, not getting any gigs, not really doing anything with my horn or whatever and they called me and it was just like a revelation man it took me out of the abyss like it took me out of depression i was like i i had a i had a you know thing in life i had a fucking goal i had a gig yeah. you know and to be able to do it with egg yolk jubilee was incredible and it's something that i'm incredibly grateful for something that i will take with me for the rest of my life i'm gonna be a better musician i'm gonna do i'm gonna continue to do this and you know to be under that learning tree has been amazing yeah and uh, uh, Rob uh, Cambry, mm-hmm. you, um, as I was saying before, in those like days um, after Jeff passed, um, just the outpouring of folks who, from Crudevu to Titrex, which I'm referring to with you, to so many things, um, even like the Dead Beans Parade. There was just so many things. Like, yeah, you know, there was an yeah. out. Jeff touched a lot of people, and 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 and. And the timing, I think, with it, you know, with his passing being right as the season of Carnival was rolling, and yeah. how how much he had been connected to so many of these crews and friends with so many people in the crews, and then paraded with so many of them, right, made it especially you know buoyant and resonant for everybody too. I think yes, and uh, your parade, Tit Rex, you guys dedicated. Um, the parade to Jeff. We did, yeah. He had been in every one of the roles, I'm pretty sure, as I think back on it. I know uh, the the very first one that we did when we were, I mean, you know, it's kind of funny to say this for a parade that is all about being small, but when we were <laughs> <Right>. especially small. <laughs> right. Meaning the first year when we took a shot at it, that was, a, a, you know, a bit of a, a, of a venture to see just, well, will, will anybody come out to see this? Will anybody respond 
just seeing a bunch of grown adults <laughs> pulling a shoebox shoe floats yeah. on on <laughs> yeah, wheels. Totally. In, you know, as we you know at that time we used to uh, assemble at Bacchanal, and we would actually go up po- part of polling. You know a bit and so uh and it was this strange kind of sight us pulling these things in the middle of these large streets and but you know we did have the the permit and everything we did it officially <laughs> from the get-go so we had the police you know right. block this block the streets as much as they needed to so that we could cross some of the trafficy streets but anyway sure. in that very first one um you know the Ego jubilee was the band in the very first parade so of course they were in it everyone subsequently from that and uh, we we sometimes shuffle the band order a little bit, but for the most part, through most of the parades, except maybe this one, I or yeah, maybe even in this one, they were always the, the lead band, always first. Yeah. And uh, so Jeff was in every one of them, uh, if my memory serves me correctly. I don't think he missed one of them. He missed the uh, oh. one before, right when he got diagnosed. When he, he got diagnosed, the, tw- the so that one? would be the oh, 2019. Oh, because in the yeah. hospital. Yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah, 2019 yeah. one. That would, so yeah. that would be the only one then. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. But I must say, though, Rob, what you said in your speech in that den was powerful. Oh, gosh. It was well, it was you. super, like, like, Tracy was crying. I was crying. Everybody, it was just one of the most beautiful things I've ever heard. Can we, can we put you on the spot and have your... Sure. Say that dedication. Yeah, yeah, let's see. I, I, I can probably locate it here in the telephone. Well, I probably have it too. But you might um, have it too. I'll see if I can pull it up. But it, we we felt it was important to do that because you know Jeff had been such an important part of the parade and and he's friends with so many people who were in the crew, and uh, so we you know it, and, it, for and, us it was the, it was no decision at all to to dedicate the role to him. You know, that and he, and he year. he loved your parade. He loved it, Rex. Indeed, as too. indeed. Yeah. The the small footprint is like perfect. well I, I you know I think it resonated with him and a lot of other people uh, the the whole approach of the parade in moving away from these overwhelming trends of the last you know t- twenty years of making everything larger bigger you know right. more massive uh, and and this being a reaction not only a reaction against that but but also. Uh, a way of getting people to maybe pay attention to details a little bit more. Yeah, you're right. And to bring their focus down to this smaller level. This micro. And, uh, yeah. of course, the artistry of the floats seems to just get better and better every year. But but also what I like about it, uh, there's there's this really incredible feeling you get from the audience because, of course, they're, you know, they're into it and there's the usual excitement of a carnival parade. But unlike almost any other parade, the kids don't have to be cautioned to move away from the dangerous floats. <laughs> right. It's and also it's uh they're not having to look up at it. It's very interesting to That's see the right. dynamic of a crowd and then to watch their gaze go downward or get down on one knee and look. In or, some cases, know. yes, yeah. there's a, there's a little bit of an element there of yeah. like you know I, I don't want to read too much into this, but there's like you know there's a, there's analogies to certain uh, religious and mystical exactly. traditions totally. of, be, of being supplicant and you know and totally. expressing your humility physically. It's That's right. You know, so yeah. these are things that I've noticed. This thing over that's the years, so small that's so amazing to you. I love when they uh, when the fans make their own little spectators, oh like little. I, I played. I <laughs> oh like did a trombone God. solo in front of so like a little much. group of Gumbies. Oh my God! It was so beautiful. The and very then, first time I saw someone doing something like like that, making miniature crowd type setups yeah. to scale. Afterward, I was like, "Oh, this is really now. It's really connecting." Now you know audience. you made They're it. Like, now, exactly. and the, little, the little miniatures are like yelling for beads. Yes, oh it's, it it's incredible. Some of them have like they've even made little food, like they fried have. chicken <laughs> and, and crawfish and all this. And so I immediately referred to it. The first year I saw somebody doing that, I was like, "Holy shit, we've got fan fiction." 
Like you, that's when you know you've really got yeah. something is when there's fan fiction. Right. You know, like how the yeah. Star Trek fans write their own Star Trek stories and everything. I was like, oh Jesus, this is incredible. You yeah. Know? Um, but uh, anyhow, let's see. I think I located it here in the sent mail file from when I sent this to Joel. That that that's it's and most the, recent. And, uh, and folks, this this is the dedication that Rob. Uh, Camry Gay. Oh, okay, yeah, this is a T-Rex. crew T-Rex parade 2020 dedicated to Jeff Duville. And I'm going to pardon me as I read through the small print on the phone here. Um, this year's parade, that's a little much, is dedicated to the memory and life of our dear friend and stalwart parade comrade Jeffrey Duville, who passed away last Saturday, February 1st, 2020. Because, of course, our parade was just one, just a, a, one week, a week after that, yes. Uh, as lead guitarist and banjoist in Egg Yield Jubilee, Jeff was with our parade from the very first roll and for every subsequent parade henceforth, but I now know except for the 2019 one. Uh, he loved T-Rex and often said it was his favorite parade, a, a compliment we valued so much given Jeff's deep knowledge and love of New Orleans culture. The joy and good times we had with him on those 11 parades are immeasurable and in our hearts always. In addition to Jeff's longtime friendship with myself and several other members of the crew, he shared common aesthetic, cultural, and ethical values with our parade that were manifest in his own prolific work in music, film, podcasting, and bar ownership, making us kindred spirits with a similar sense of mission about our work. As we did in T-Rex, Jeff held a strong passion for the musical and carnival traditions of New Orleans, an abiding respect for the elders that came before us, and a thirst for knowledge manifesting an ongoing study and practice. But with the additional desire to take an additive approach, to offer one's own contribution to extending these great continuums, to love what has come before but seek to make it new. Jeff and Egg Yolk Jubilee have certainly accomplished this many times over, infusing New Orleans brass and R&B band forms with content and color from their own life experiences of growing up in the 70s and 80s in nearby Jefferson Parish in the hairy glory days of the late rock and roll era when you loved hearing a high school marching band blasting away in the street on a parade night just as much as you loved hearing the opening riff from Black Dog blasting from a van stereo speakers out at the lakefront. This unique perspective, so rooted in time and place, enabled Jeff and Egg Yolk Jubilee to back Ernie Cato with the same vigor they brought to their rambunctious reimaginings of Ozzy and Sun Ra tunes. Egg Yolk brought it to the clubs, festival stages, and to the streets time and time again, as they will continue to do so, which will be a living legacy to Jeff's life and core values. I'll miss Jeff in many ways, as a lot of you will, but most of all, I'm going to miss seeing him on parade day, watching him play banjo with that big toothy grin on his face, us exchanging a hug and delighting in the fact that we finally did it. We're in a parade, <laughs> and again, each year. Uh, so today I ask you to raise your glasses high as we finally remember our friend Jeff and dedicate this year's parade role to him and in your own endeavors, seek to add your part to the ongoing story as Jeff most surely did. And that was our dedication to him. Thank you. Yeah. Very beautiful. well said. Thank you. Rob Camry, Mac McCann, Randy Perez, I think we're going to go out on the note. Yeah. Wait, before we do, cool. yes. before we do, one of the things yeah. that since since we have a member of Agio Jubilee, yes. uh, can we discuss the theme music which has never been discussed ah. and i just finally got him to play the 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 whole tune and we're gonna do we're outro gonna do again. again we're gonna, we're gonna do, do outro but we're also are gonna we're gonna clip this yeah. coming up oh yeah if you're true. still listening that's and, why and we'll yeah. add that at the end we're gonna add the uh the cunion interview with uh paul grass chris lane ethan ellistad from the other night 
that um, was promoting the show that happened last night because it was a really beautiful vibe. Oh, they I played bet. they played the Freaks tune leading into nice. it, so you, you so you'll hear that. And then uh, the new tune, uh, one of the new tunes, the track four, I want to say. Yeah, yeah, I believe that was uh, Sex Robot. I think it was Sex (laughs) Robot. Yeah, Sex Robot. And uh, it was just a really beautiful, I mean, Ethan Elistad from Macno really kind of summed up uh, how passionate Jeff was about uh, sustaining and preserving culture in New Orleans. And and Jeff was like in lockstep with Macno's mission and and community... uh, uh, I remember he gave us my first French Quarter Fest. He gave us all the uh, Music Is Not a Crime shirts. Yeah, you're right. And we wore it that day. It was amazing. I still have that shirt. But because Randy Perez is calling me out on outro music, we're also going to just yeah. do that too, I think. Because I don't think because Joel hadn't heard the whole tune. And how many, How many? what What episode is this? This is like 225 or something. And he's only heard the first like 15 seconds. Oh, no, 11, 11 seconds. <laughs> wow. I've only heard 11 seconds of this song so but the, now we're hold on w- do hey, you even know the name of the song we're ramping up Joel? now yeah it's show us your tits yeah <laughs> so everyone remembers this and so look so, folks this is outro music but stick around yeah, and we'll, listen to the dave keenan interview give us give us a couple of how do you feel what's the story behind the song well, it's uh, Agio Jubilee's quintessential Mardi Gras song. Uh, it got in the top ten Mardi Gras songs in Offbeat a couple years ago. That's right. And uh, it's amazing, man. You listen to the words, you know, and it's like, We want St. Charles. Yeah. Yes. St. Claude. Yeah, show your tits. You got to show your tits. Yeah, I mean, it's classic, man. Classic New Orleans. Classic Mardi Gras. Classic Jeff. A, a, you know? Well, great, a great Jeff DeVille story that uh, Lindbergh, who was our previous guest, Said at the memorial, he was like, he and Lindbergh are out there. You know, they're like two dopey fucking white dudes in their thirties. You know, no one's gonna throw shit to those guys. You know, they're not a kid. They're right. not a hot girl. Right, right. They're not Invisible. any. Of the, they're not any of the things. You right. know, you're forest. And so yeah. you're, yeah, you're forest. <laughs> you're grass. You're yeah. whatever. And uh, Jeff came up with the idea to be like, let's just yell the most common names. He was like, what are the most in, in nineteen? They're baby boomers. So in 1952, what were the most common names? Tim, Don, Bill. Yep. So they just started yelling, Tim, Don, and Bill, and they started getting dudes. Hey, and Tim, was, Tim. Oh, yeah, you know me. Bill, I can't believe it's you. Oh, was, my God, that, I love you, Bill. That was Jeff DeVille getting some beads. Bill. Yeah. Bill. William. Well, that is true, though. Now, like, my, I went to Orpheus this year, and I got absolutely nothing. I like the two times I went over to get like, hey, show me beats, I'll do it, and uh, radio silence. It like, no. They looked at me and were like, yeah, no, no, nah, I'll nah. give it to the, to the hot chick next to you. You don't need anything. <laughs> You're good. You're going to be fine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, folks, stick around. Uh, listen to the Dave Cunion interview coming up right now on this episode. And uh, we've got one more coming up. Listen to that, Jeff. All right. Thanks for having me, Joel. Thank, Thank you. you yeah, appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks, Rob. Thank Listen you. Listen to that fucking flying V. <laughs> kidding me? I've never listened to that before. So good. You never got that far into it. Yeah, it's it. Throw it throw, go ahead and throw. So there good. is a reason why it was in the top ten of Mardi Gras songs in New Orleans, man. Like, it, it is quintessential Mardi Gras. It's a good life, babe. Jeff and Joel's tell us from New Orleans. Yeah. Love y'all. Thanks for listening. Wait, you. you're, not, you're not signing off. you got to throw to the interview. I already told him I was throwing okay. the interview. All right. We're throwing to the interview. It's okay. coming right now. Yeah. This is a fucking but, but shit I'm checking show. out. 
It this, always was. This podcast, <laughs> is. this podcast is going out on a fight. I felt like That's it was so much better organized before. No, it wasn't. You hand the keys to the kids. Pulling yourself. It's fucked up. All right. All right love yeah. y'all. Thanks for listening. Chapterville.
because the freaks are taking over the world. As we go off into the sunset, the freaks are taking over the world, the Egg Yolk Jubilee. Uh, and, as I said, promised guests are here. Paul, Ethan, and Chris uh, have come to tell us about the, the benefit tomorrow night. Yes. Introduce, yourself. Introduce yourself. I'm Paul Grass. And I'm Ethan Ellison. And I'm Chris Lane. Friends all and, uh, and um, members of assorted bands and crazy things going on for the past, you know, 20-plus years. We don't want to say how far we go back. <laughs> um, now, uh... Tell me about, um, Paul, tell me about what's going on tomorrow, uh, Thursday night. Thursday night. It's going to be a big night over at Tipitina's. Huge night. Huge night. It's a, a, a rock and roll extravaganza paying tribute to our, our dear, dear friend, Jeff Duville, who passed away a couple of weeks ago. Um, we got a, a great lineup of, of bands that have agreed to come on and do this thing. And, um, man, it's going to be great. We got, uh, it's going to start off the Egg Yolk Jubilee Brass Band's going to start off real quick and then right into suplex, if you can Ooh. imagine that. All right? And, no, and then, you know what? You can. You really right, can. Right off the heels of their Mardi Gras gig, and I'm sure they're on, still on fire. And then uh, then we got the Green Demons, which was a band that uh, Jeff played with as well. And they're going to be, they're going to, they're going to, they're really looking forward to playing the Tipitinas, as we all are. And then after that, Quintron and Miss Pussycat, uh, you may have heard of them before. <laughs> and uh, and of course, who knows what they're going to do? Who knows what they're going? Well, I know what they're going to do. It's going to go into. We're going to egg yolks going to join them at some point, mm-hmm. and there's going to be a lot of maracas going on. I can tell you that. Maraca too. City, <laughs> yes. And uh, and then egg yolks will just finish it all out, and um, it's just going to be. We're going to have a big celebration for Jeff, and um, as he would want it, as we all would want it for him, and um, yeah, that's it. And it's uh, everyone's on the guest list. It's one of those kind of shows. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Every, everybody on the guest list. Everyone's on the guest list. <laughs> if you're on two feet, you're 21 years old, maybe even 18. Who knows? You That's know? right. But you can also donate also well, as well. Well, if you want to donate, what does it go to? Yes. All right. <laughs> Let me get this. Man, you're <laughs> You know, we're wigging it here, folks. We're gonna, uh, yeah, donations. Tell us, uh, uh, okay, what's it going for? It's going to the proceeds are going towards Duville's unfinished health care and life expenses, as well as a portion of the proceeds to the Music and Cultural Cultural Coalition of New Orleans. Uh, and we have and Ethan here. Ethan, tell us all about that. Tell us all about that. I can speak on that. Uh, so. I am the, the director of the Music and Cultural Coalition of New Orleans. And Macro. thank you for all the work you do. Thank you. It, it, it is an honor and a pleasure. Um, and, you know, we were we were really touched and honored when, when um, you know, Jeff's wife and, and friends reached out to us and said, you know, in, in lieu of flowers, we would like uh, people to make donations to Macno in Jeff's memory because, you know, Jeff was one of... Uh, our biggest supporter, I think, is clear to say, um, you know, was there from the very beginning, hosted us on his podcast, I think, nine times. Um, wow. It's a, it's a good lady, babe.com, Jeff and Joel's Tales of mm-hmm. New Orleans. They will be. Um, and, 
you know, was one of the only people that I think could easily talk about the breadth of New Orleans culture, but also get into the intricacies of New Orleans Alcoholic Beverage and Control Board and the zoning of, of small music venues <laughs> and talk for an hour, right? Yeah. And so, um, you know. He was a learned gentleman. <laughs> he, he was. On many different subjects. He was, and, and, and opinionated and passionate, right? Yes. And, uh. and you know, never, never <laughs> failed to stop in and create videos for us, come out to our events, support us, come speak at city council, and it was just a massive supporter and really was helping guiding us as well. And as from someone who didn't grow up here, just talking to Jeff, the wealth of knowledge and experience and, and passion that he had really helped sort of, again, guide us and then fill me in on, on some of these things and spots and experiences that I may not have had a part of. Sweet, sweet. Paul, I realize, explain to some, explain to folks who Jeff was and, and, and his kind of, you know, influence and all that. Okay. Well, I met Jeff in, I, I think, 1988 or so. And uh, we hit it off immediately. And Jeff, uh, he was a guitarist. He just started learning guitar, just like me. We started playing guitars together. And we were hitting the scene in the late 80s and the early 90s. And New Orleans music scene was our life. I mean, every night and that was, of the those week. those were great years. Those were great years. Every night of the week at a different, every, a different club, a different band. We knew, we, I mean, we would study the lanyap. And, um, you know, and maybe the wavelength at the time. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. But, you know, we, we would know where everyone was playing that week. And we would go and we would study. Uh, we would just and we just we were jamming together. And we we always wanted to kind of like get a band together. And it, and it, eventually it happened in 1996, the Egg Yolk Jubilee. But Jeff and I and also. For, and for those, you yeah. know, besides Egg Yolk, for, besides being like, you know, the band that does my theme song. You know, for those in the know, Egg Yolk Jubilee is the best band in town. <laughs> you know, everyone's like, you heard oh, it yeah, here. You know, like, Egg Yolk, who'd play your party? Who do you want to play your party? Egg Yolk. Who do you want to play your second line? Egg Yolk. Who do you want, you know, it's Egg Yolk Jubilee. Multi purpose band. Yeah. 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 So anyway, I yeah. interrupted. But yeah, you started Egg Yolk Jubilee in 96. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, I, I, me and Jeff just, we've been like, like, joined at the hip since like the 80s. And uh, we even went to the UNO film program together. And we were fellow filmmakers. Um, Jeff. Has, has done a lot of film work, uh, cinematographer and uh, writer and, and, and uh, director and editor, uh, uh, you know, and, um, and musician and, and podcast with him yeah, and explain, Joel. Yeah, explain the, the, the podcast. podcast. The podcast or something else. No, podcast. I mean, I couldn't listen to it because I would get the podcast every Thursday at rehearsal with Ago <laughs> Jubilee, and I'd just be like, Jeff, so what do you think about this? And he would just go like, oh, man, and he'd just go on for like a half an hour, and that's, that's that was my podcast. But I just started recently listening to it, and it's great. I mean, I mean, it, it, I mean, the first – I listened to the very first one, and it's just like – it's, I it's still have amazing. to listen to that one. I've heard yeah. that one. Like the- yeah, it's amazing. And uh, him and Joel Jackson, they did this podcast. They had a bunch of episodes, and um, I'm sure. What's the, what's the name? Say the name of it again. The name is It's a Good Life, Babe, uh, <laughs> Tales of New Orleans. Yeah. And so, yeah, you know, Jeff is uh, he's a he, he's an all around New Orleans guy, and uh, and uh, and he's going to be missed big time. Yeah. And uh, it's just you know. We had rehearsal last night, and I was just waiting for him to walk through the door. You know, it's just like it's just going to take a long time to get over this guy. You know, yeah. so yeah, that's Jeff Duville in a nutshell. And the uh, and the gig is tomorrow night. 
No, I mean, sorry, Thursday, Thursday night. Thursday, Thursday yeah. night. Yeah, Tipitina's, yeah. yeah. Chris Lane, you're here. You got? Yeah. Would you like to say anything about the, the oh, festivities no. coming, or Jeff, or you know, whatever is oh, on your just, mind? I, I mean, Paul did such an amazing job, and we're not we're not really treating this so much as a we are treating it as a tribute, not as a memorial, because we mm-hmm. had this really amazing memorial over at the Mint uh, a couple weeks ago, uh, and there was some beautiful stuff said there. Uh, Paul's uh, rendition of Jeff practicing guitar. Uh, on his yeah, on the couch was pretty beautiful and amazing. We are going to tell some stories though. We're going to talk some trash. Uh, I'm going to be hosting it um, just to help because uh, there's been so much heavy lifting by Tracy, by Haley, by Paul, by Joel, by Griper. They're doing a lot of heavy lifting, so I'm just being brought in just to you know because I host shows. All over the city, so I'm just kind of. You do that too, David. Yeah, I mean, you, you I may know, step you, on, I may step on up. Yeah, there you, and, yeah, people bring on. You know, right. people bring you in just to because there's there's going to be these pauses. People need to be reminded about why we're there. Uh, and I do want to remind folks right now that uh, everyone is on the guest list uh, for the show Thursday, March 5th at Tipitina's. What time? If, does, what time does it start? I think it's at eight. Yeah, uh, uh, doors open at seven thirty, and uh, music starts at eight thirty. It might start a little earlier. We know. Yeah, because yeah, you guys are going to start. Egg Yolk's yeah. going to be bursting through the door. The Egg Depends Yolk on Jubilee you know, band. how the crowds look. Brass band. Yeah. But um, <laughs> if folks that can't make it that you know aren't going to be in town but they want to donate uh, to Jeff's uh, – Medical bills or to Macno, a portion that's going to go there. Uh, they can go to www.tipatinas.com if they want to contribute that way as well. Because there's a lot of folks uh, that you know they they know about Egg Jubilee because they'd come through town and they would just happen upon a weird little gig. But he had friends all over the place. He uh, you know he worked at Bonnaroo for a number of years as a uh, as a, a shooter, as a cinematographer there, shooting stuff for that. But I'm going to be hosting. I'm really I am so incredibly amped for this lineup because I don't want to be one of those old fogies that talks about the you know the 80s and 90s in New Orleans but back, like, in the day. back in the day you would have a heavy metal band with a brass band and nobody <laughs> would no one would get mad at you but that's what it is like seriously okay so so suplex is going to be there and I I would I would kind of sometimes I go to bands like this is the most New Orleans band in town, the Superplex. But um, they're an amazing sludge metal trio band, and they've been together for twenty plus years. Um, I think you they know. started the same year as Egg Yoga. I think we share we share anniversaries. Yeah, yeah. So they've been doing, and they they they've been doing uh, a Mardi Gras gig um, every Mardi Gras at Checkpoint Charlie's for like twenty years. Yeah. It's gotten earlier e- e- every time they. They used to start at like midnight, and now they start at five. <laughs> um, but it's still amazing. And um, Quintron and Miss Pussycat are going to be astounding. I want to give a big shout out to to Tipitinas for loaning us the space too. Uh, I was t- very sweet of them. Very, yeah. I was uh, texting back and forth with uh, Robert Mercurio, uh, the bassist for Galactic, uh, before I came on down here. And so I want to give a shout out to those lads. But it's going to be ridiculously fun, and I'm really psyched. Um, I don't know if we're going to be showing any movie clips. No, that'll uh, be another thing. That's going to be a different. Yeah. That, that'll yeah. be a different. Okay. Yeah. Different benefit. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, you brought in some music, um, and then we'll come back. But we got to we got to play something. What'd you bring in? Well, okay. This is the this is the record that we've been working on for oh five four years now. It's uh it's it's done. Basically. This is the new Egg Yolk Jubilee. Yeah, we just haven't we haven't gotten it. You hear that, y'all? Yet. New Egg New Egg Yolk Jubilee. <laughs> that's right. That's a reason to celebrate. And we always like we uh, Jeff always considered this to be possibly a Cunion, no pressure, a, a, a Cunion song. <laughs> but uh, the first track is uh, called Clams and Noodles, and uh, it has kind of a 
Yeah. And this is the world easier. premiere. You know, if you yeah. you haven't played this on the radio before. That's right. It's first time. First time ever. All right, y'all. That that's what we're talking about here. All right. Clams and noodles the, from the new uh, forthcoming at some point record by. You know, does it have a title yet? Uh, yeah, I think it's going to be uh, the fine, the fine, defining gravity. That's it. Yeah. Defining gravity. Defining okay. gravity. All right, y'all. <laughs> world premiere. I give Jubilee clams and noodles. WWZ FM New Orleans. Talking to Paul, even to Chris, uh, about this benefit, and uh, we'll be back in a minute as soon as the song is over and talk some more. World premiere there, y'all. Gosh darn. That's some great stuff. Egg Yolk Jubilee. Uh, and again, what's the, Paul, what's the name of that tra- track? Clams and Noodles. Clams and Noodles. And the record's going to be called? Defining Gravity. World premiere, man. And the great thing is that 
you hear 10 seconds of that, you know exactly who that band is. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It, I, you know, I could go on and on about what I think it could be. But anyway, uh, yes, the world premiere from the new Egg Yolk Jubilee coming out in Follows time. Summertime. Okay. Yeah. You know, in time for Essence Festival. We're trying to get it on vinyl, so <laughs> we're working on that. That could That's tricky getting stuff on vinyl these yes. days sometimes. So. Right. Um, anyway, uh, it's WWOZ FM New Orleans. Looking to be about 1042 digital. 1045 analog, still after the end of the world. Don't you know that yet, as Sun Ra said and continues to say to those of us who can hear him, which is everybody in this room. Um, and again, the benefit. Speak. Thursday, this Thursday, uh, Tipitina's start. Doors open at 730. Everyone's on the guest list. And you can make a donation uh, with, you know, at uh, tipitina's.com. Right? Yep. Um, and uh, so, uh, Ego Jubilee, Suplex, Green Demons, Quintron, and Miss Pussycat. And, yeah, it's all Thursday night. It's going to be a giant party for Jeff Duville. Yeah, and, it, and and the proceeds will go to Macno and some to kind of relieve of, of Jeff's, you know, lingering medical bills and, and things like that. Yeah, yeah, so for the most part, yeah. Because like as we all know, business. It, yeah. it ain't cheap to be sick. Right, exactly. You know, yes. not cheap to be sick. Um, and even though he's not here, those debts don't go with him. So. Yeah, exactly. All right, so, y'all, uh, make sure you show up to this, okay? Even even if, you know, you never knew Jeff, show up for the music and you will understand kind of the spirit he engendered mm-hmm. in all of us and to all of his friends. Um, it, you know, for those of you who weren't at the Mint, uh, I don't know, a couple weeks ago, it was an incredibly moving you know, a couple hours of sitting around, you know, and hearing everyone talk about him and being together um, for uh, an utterly horrible reason. But right. it was a moment that we all kind of shared that was very deep. Um, yeah, two still, hours was not enough. It no, could have gone on for a no, long time. No, that's why we're doing another <laughs> one here, and films will be coming later. So, um, yeah. all right, so Thursday, doors at 7.30, you 7.30, said? yeah. Music. Round seven thirty five, eight thirty or so, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> all right, uh, so y'all make sure you're there. Um, yeah. Anything else y'all got to say? Anything else y'all got going on? No, I think you kind of nailed it though. But I mean, you, I really want to encourage anyone that's in New Orleans, uptown, or even like crosstown, mid city, even out in back of in town, Ken- back of town, Kenna, any any of it. Um, come on out there because this is like this uh, this combination of bands is sort of unprecedented. You don't really see. Um, the range of styles and genres represented. Um, and like you said, that it kind of encapsulates the varied interests that Jeff had and, uh, and the, the varied um, knowledge that he had and yep. breadth of New Orleans music. So it's just, it's going to be a toe tapper of an evening. It's going to get really sloppy. It's, it re- <laughs> it's going to get, yeah. it's really suplex. Yeah. They are just raging middle-aged sludge metal guys. And I'm so amped for this. <laughs> right. And I don't know. I'm, I'm, I think there's going to be some Sun Ra being played later yep. that night. Yep. Sun Ra, I, yeah, I, I assume I there will be some being played. I kind of think that's going to happen with know. the egg yolk, um, Quintron, Miss Pussycat <laughs> combo yeah, going on. Yeah. But it's really going to be just a toe tapper in the evening and I'm looking forward to it and just completely blowing off Lent for about five hours that night. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, you get, it, it's okay. You have you have a what do they call it? Dispensation? A, <laughs> a dispensation to, to, to give up Lent for, you know, five or six hours and, and indulge yourself yet again as if it were like a week ago. So, right. um, Alright, gentlemen, thank you so much for coming on. 
Um, please come back soon. Um, whenever, if we ever do, if you do a film, Jeff's films or something yeah, like absolutely. that, let me know. Come on, and whatever else you may, any of y'all may have coming on, you have an open invitation to get on here. So, absolutely. All right, let's uh, let's pull up the Gators right now, and then we'll figure out what's coming on next. It's WWOZ FM New Orleans.